Welcome today to our midweek Bible study called Morning Glory. Today we want to do something a little bit different. Not so much an extensive teaching today, but I felt strongly led of the Holy Spirit to pray for those who need employment. I know that with the COVID-19, there are many people that lost their jobs or were laid off from work and they were spun into a cycle of unemployment and some of them haven't pulled out of it yet. Praise God. So today, if you're watching this program and you need a job, I want to pray for you because the Lord wants you to be up and working. Praise God. Now, I have prayed for many people over the years who were in dire straits of not having a job and the bills were climbing and climbing and climbing. How many, how many of you just know that even if you don't have a job, the bills, they don't take a break. Their job is to keep on coming and somehow they're able to do that. So the Lord doesn't want you to fall behind. The Lord wants you blessed. He wants you employed. Praise God. And so over the years, I've been able to pray for many people who did not have work. And often those that really needed a job breakthrough, it's not like they hadn't been trying. They had put out job applications and they had visited many places of employment, but nothing would turn up for them. Praise God. My friends, the Lord has a way of making a way when it would seem that doors are closed. God is a delivering God. God is a good God. Let's just cover a few things about work. And then I want to pray for anybody that would be watching who doesn't have a job, but you want a job and you mean business with God and you're ready for the miracle to happen. I want to pray that a miracle breakthrough will take place in your life and that you'll get employed very, very quickly in a very good job. Who praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Now, Exodus chapter 34. Let's drop down to verse 21. The scripture says, six days you shall work, but on the seventh day you shall rest. In plowing time and in harvest you shall rest. So, God looks at this from the perspective of a seven-day week. That's how he designed it. He set it up. He created it. And out of the seven days, he said, six days, you can work. And work is a great blessing from the Lord. I'm telling you that there is something major void and missing from your life if you're not gainfully employed. Praise the Lord. And out of the seven, one of those days needs to be set aside so that you can rest and recuperate and refresh, not just physically, but also you need that mentally and you also need it spiritually. Praise God. So six days you shall work. Let's move over now to the New Testament. Ephesians chapter four, verse 28. Now, I'm not really going to go into a teaching today. We do a lot of teaching on the Wednesday morning sessions. Today is more of a special prayer service. I felt strongly inspired by the Holy Spirit to do this today. And I know that the anointing of the Holy Spirit is, a, is upon it, and there will be breakthroughs. No question about it. Praise God. But I just want to give a few scriptures to stir your heart to believe God 
and to see the blessing and dignity of work. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 28. Let him who stole steal no longer, but rather let him labor, working with his hands what is good, that he may have something to give to him who has need. This is an amazing statement inspired by the Holy Spirit that the Apostle Paul has recorded for us here. Let him who stole steal no longer. Why do certain people get into the vice, into the crime of stealing or theft? I'll tell you one reason why is because they have too much time on their hands. They're not working usually a job. And most of these types of crimes are committed by people that are not working full time. And so an idle mind becomes the devil's workshop and they get into trouble. They get into mischief. But Paul, through the guidance of the Holy Spirit, gives instruction of how that can be turned around. Let him who stole steal no longer. So stop the stealing. Now, I have a strong feeling in my heart that those of you that are watching, it's not like you have a problem with stealing or theft or anything like that. You, you stay clear from all of that, and you're serving the Lord, but you still need the job breakthrough. I'm going to get to you in just a moment. Let him who stole steal no longer, but rather let him labor. In other words, let him go to work. Praise the Lord. And I believe that's a great solution to so many of our young people who find themselves getting into trouble, doing things they shouldn't be doing, wandering into uh, scenarios that take them down the wrong road. If only they had been employed instead, it would have been a different picture. So I believe that work is a great means of rescue for the younger generation. Praise the Lord. I don't think it's good even for high school students to sit around all summer and watch TV or just float around and not do anything. Go get a job during the summer and begin to mature, begin to grow, begin to develop real life skills. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. It's good to stay busy. Mm -mm. Rather, let him labor. Let him go to work. Yes. Let him go to work. Then he won't have time to get in trouble. Let him go to work and put 12 hours in, six days a week. You'll come home and be so tired, you'll, you'll be too tired to sin. You'll be too tired to steal. <laughs> Not only that, you won't want to anymore. Praise God. Because now you're blessed. Now, we can understand why somebody, if they are hungry, they have no food, they have no money. Well, you can understand why somebody might be tempted to steal food. But you know what? The person that's got plenty of food, uh, got a refrigerator loaded full of it, has a walk-in pantry with all kinds of, you know, canned food and noodles and all kinds of stuff like that and all kinds of other things. They don't need to go out and steal any food. They've got all the food they could want. Praise the Lord. Work cures many of the ills and many of the sins that pop up in society. Let him who stole steal no longer, but rather let him labor working with his hands. Look, don't be afraid to get your hands dirty. Praise the Lord. Some jobs can be dirty jobs, but they can pay really good too at the same time. 
Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Rather, let him labor working with his hands. What is good? Don't take a job that defiles your conscience. Whoa, uh, uh, Pastor Stephen, that job pays really good. Well, what kind of work is it? Well, it's a printing press. Well, uh, what are you printing? Oh, we're printing pornographic material. No, no, no. There's a million other jobs you can take. You don't need to go do something like that. Mm -mm. See, stick with the word. Rather, let him labor working with his hands. What is good? If it's not good, your hands don't need to be on it. Mm -mm. Think about that. Praise the Lord. Well, uh, Pastor Stephen, that's, that's the only jobs that are out there right now. No, that's not true. That's a lie of the devil. See, I live in North Carolina, and in North Carolina, there's a lot of tobacco growing around here, and you got some Christian folk, they say, well, you know, that's the only people that are hiring right now, the uh, tobacco producers. I'll go work for them. Oh, and contribute to millions of people getting cancer? Is that a good job with your hands? Hallelujah. God will provide for you a good job, a good job, not something that kills somebody prematurely. Not something that inflicts pain and misery upon somebody. No, something that's good. Woo! Praise the Lord. And trust me, there are many good jobs out there. Let him labor, working with his hands. Let him labor. Mm. Praise God. There is something beautiful about labor. It does something in you. It develops you. And it releases all the talent and ingenuity and genius that God put on the inside of you. Thank you, Jesus. Let him labor, working with his hands what is good, that he may have something to give him who has need. Can you imagine the complete turnaround of a person who at one point was a thief? Paul said, let him who stole steal no longer. The complete 180 of a person who was a thief going from a place of stealing and saying, I'm not doing that anymore. I'm going to live for the Lord. And they get a good job and they work a job with their hands. Now, not only are they not stealing, but now they are employed. They have money for themselves. And look at this. They have money now to give to those who are in need. That is the blessing of work. And God is the one that created work. And God's not afraid of work either. Six days he worked when he created the world, when he created man, and he rested on the seventh. God's not afraid of work. Work is from God. Work is a good thing. Work produces dignity in your life. Praise the Lord. When you have a job and that creates dignity, you don't have to beg. You don't have to grovel. You don't have to, you know, sit there and look for a handout. You're no longer looking for a handout. Your needs are met. You are looking to distribute. You're not looking to receive. You are now looking to give. Woo, praise the Lord. Mm -mm. What a blessing that work is. Let him who stole steal no longer, but rather let him labor, working with his hands what is good, that he may have something to give to him who has need giving is one of the highest expressions of love for God. So loved the world that he took. No, that he gave God. So loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, 
that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. So, my friends, it is a great blessing. It is a great expression of love to be able to give. But to give, you've got to be in the place of the overflow. And God wants you to have a job, a job that provides enough, not just to meet the needs but also gives you the ability to sow seed, praise the Lord. The ability to give. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to the Lord. Glory to the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Now, one time I was ministering in Long Beach, California, and there was a man there in the church who didn't have a job, and I was made aware of that. He had nine children, and he was under pressure because the bills, they just don't go away. They'll still find you even if you don't have a job. So he's under pressure. He doesn't have a job. And he hasn't had one now for several months. So the pressure cooker situation was very intense. Well, I prayed for him and I prayed for others there in the meeting that night that they would get a miracle job breakthrough. And the anointing of the Holy Spirit was released. And he contacted me through email just shortly thereafter. And he told me that he got a job as a longshoreman and that is a type of a job that is very hard to get it's almost like you have to inherit it or have somebody like you so much because you're in the family or you are related to somebody who's already in that organization because as an outsider it's going to be very very hard to get in well he got in they hired him and the first thing they told him you're on full time and you can work all the overtime that you want. Wow. So he went from a place of great lack to landing a dream job for him that would be a career type job that instantly brought relief financially to his family and then also was a path to prosperity going forward in the future. Praise the Lord. God has something good for you. He has a good job for you and you need to use your faith to go get it. Hallelujah. As you go after it, it's going to be coming after you. And somehow in the middle, you and that job, you're going to connect. Praise the Lord. But as you release your faith, faith always has corresponding works. You need to be looking. You need to be active. If you do not have a full-time job, your full-time job is looking for a full-time job. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I talked to a man, this was about, oh, uh, when, I, when I first met him, I talked to him, he told me he, he didn't have a job, he was looking for work. Uh, three years went by, I saw him again, he told me he was still looking for a job. I knew something wasn't right. Ten years went by, I saw him again, still no job, something's wrong. And it's been now, I think, 17 years, and he's never had a job. Yes, something's definitely wrong. Well, Pastor Stephen, you know, they're just not hiring out there. No, no, there, there are people hiring. Trust me, if 17 years has gone by, you're not doing something right. 
You're sitting around and you're being a loafer. And I'll tell you what he was doing. He was letting his wife, who had a good job, carry the whole financial load. And that was wrong. You know, he's not like, it's not like they're raising kids and he's going to take care of that and send the kids to school and take care of the kids. No, they didn't even have any kids. He's just sitting around not doing anything, telling people he's looking for a job. He wasn't looking for a job. He's just being lazy. And Paul also said, the man that will not work, neither let him eat. Mm, That's what his wife should have said. Hey, I'm doing all the work in here and you're sitting over there watching TV all day. She said, she should have said, you're not, you're not going to eat any more of the food until you go out and get a job. Wow. What a sad excuse for a man. Mm, Praise the Lord. Now, that's why I'm telling you work brings dignity. Praise God, because you can bring home some bacon, as they say. You can bring home some money, not from a handout that mama, daddy gave you. Not from a handout, but from something that you earned, your own toil, your own sweat, your own labor and energy. You, you earned it. There's dignity in it. And you come home with it. You make purchases. You buy things. You pay for things. You take care of things. And you have extra to give to those who are in need. Your days of unemployment, they're coming to a rapid conclusion. God wants you to have a great job. Now, I often get emails from people asking me to pray for them for work. And me and Pastor Kelly, we pray for them. And I can't even tell you how many times they go out and get these amazing jobs. Now, yes, we pray, but they're still going to seek. But so often what has happened is they've been seeking and there's no breakthrough. But when they say, hey, please pray, well, we have an anointing for breakthrough jobs. Praise the Lord. We have an anointing for that. And they'll go out after that prayer and they'll look and boom, they'll get a breakthrough and they'll land a really good job. And I believe if you don't have a job right now and you're ready to go, you connect with this anointing, God's going to give, he's going to help you get a great job. Praise the Lord. Here is the most recent testimony. And we get these on a regular basis. Here's one that came in today. Praise the Lord. Good morning, Pastor Stephen and Pastor Kelly. My name is Grace from Zambia. I have communicated to you before sending prayer requests and also testifying. I would like to testify to the glory of God. Last month, I sent a request for prayer for my husband who had applied for a job with the UN. I would like to let you know that my husband, and she gives his name, was offered a job with the, new, with the UN in New York City. Mm-mm. We shall be relocating in March next year. This includes the entire family of seven. I don't even know what words I can use to thank God and to thank you for everything. Indeed, it is a miracle that no one can understand only God himself. Look, I'm telling you, we get emails like this on a regular basis of people that don't just get a breakthrough with a job. I'm telling you, they get breakthroughs with really, really good jobs. I would even call them dream jobs. I'm about ready to pray for you. She says, Pastor Stephen, please share this testimony to encourage someone that's out there. 
praised the Lord. And she said, God bless you, your sister in Christ, Grace. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I feel the anointing to pray for those that need a miracle breakthrough job. Mm -mm. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Some of you, you're no, no longer going to have to call up that uncle, that unsaved uncle, and ask him if you can borrow another $400. You're not going to have to do stuff like that. You're not going to have to go groveling to family members. Uh, can, you cover, can you cover me for $600? I, 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 don't, I still don't have a job and got all these, but you have to stop. God's going to eliminate that out of your life. He's going to eliminate it out of your life. You're going to have a good job. Now, let me say this to the believers, to the Christians. God is a covenant-keeping God. Remove any excuse from your vocabulary that God cannot get you a job in this economy. Remove any excuse out of your mind that would say, well, you know, companies are laying off. That's not true. There's plenty of companies that are hiring good ones, paying good wages. There is a job for you. Only the devil would suggest to you that there's not work out there. That is an absolute lie. Hallelujah. Remove all such, such excuses out of your thinking and out of your belief system right now. God is a covenant keeping God. God's covenant overrides all prevailing circumstances that are out there. God's covenant prevails over all of that other stuff. God's got a job for you. God can plug you in with really good income. Glory, glory to God. Mm -mm. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Now, this is what the Lord also shares with me. The goodness of God, the love of God, is for all the world. I'm going to pray for those that are watching, and for those that will believe that God will give you a great job. I'm going to even pray for unbelievers, that if you're watching me, and you don't even know the Lord, but you're somehow watching this program and you're like, wow, well, th th that would be cool. If God is real, well, then God will do it for me. I'd like to see it happen. I'm going to pray for you. Praise the Lord. Because the love of God reaches out beyond the wall of the church, and it goes out into the world. And it's the kindness of God that touches the hearts of those that don't know Him. It's God's kindness that draws them to repentance. Praise the Lord. I have a relative and when me and my wife go to visit him and his family, and let's say we're having a barbecue in his backyard, which we do at times, there's an orange tree that is in the neighbor's backyard. So my relative and his neighbor, their backyards, they butt up to each other, and what separates it is a six-foot-tall wooden fence. So the neighbor has an orange tree in his backyard, but the orange tree over the years, it got so big that the branches, the branches came over the fence from his property into my relative's property. And so whenever I go over for a barbecue there in the backyard, I just walk over there to where that branch is at, and I take a couple of oranges off, and I just eat them while we're stacking and uh, waiting for the uh, grill to get heated up. And that's perfectly fine to do. Why? Because it's over here now on my uh, relative's property. Now, if I climbed over the fence and went into the neighbor's backyard, start taking oranges off of his tree, that's wrong. That's trespassing. 
but the branch went over the wall and it gave me access to grab fruit. And that's not only uh, understandable and it's totally fine, but it's even legal, praise the Lord, which is very important. So the kindness of God, the love of God extends over the wall of the church and even for an, uh, a person that would be lost in their sins, not knowing Christ, yet if they will attach their faith and believe God, God will do a miracle for them. That's the goodness of the Lord. So I'm about ready to pray, and I'm going to pray for the people of God, and I'm going to pray for anybody that's listening. Even if, even if you don't know the Lord, Buddhist, Hindu, Muslim, but you have no job. And you're desperate, and you need a job. I believe that the Lord Jesus Christ will demonstrate His love to you, and He'll help you find a fascinating, wonderful, satisfying job that will bring dignity into your life. Hallelujah. You can thank Him later. Let Him prove Himself to you. Let Him prove His goodness to you. Praise the Lord. Father, we give You praise. Father, we bring Your Word before You. You said six days we shall work. That's our assignment. Six days we are to work, but we're at to have a rest day on the seventh. Well, Father, there are those that can't fulfill this verse because they have no job. So, Father, right now, I lift up those that are watching that have no job. Now, Father, for the believer, they have a covenant, but at the same time, they have to use their faith. So let them use their faith. And Father, for the person that would not be saved, but yet they don't know you, but this is an opportunity for you to prove your power and love to them. I pray, Father, that whoever is watching now and whoever needs a job, that you would release breakthrough anointing now into their lives for them to get a job. Let favor come upon them, Father. Let the door open. Hallelujah. Father, we give you praise. We thank you for a miracle job that, as Jesus said, ask and you shall receive. They're going to ask and they're going to receive. Jesus said, knock and the door will be open and they're going to knock and it's going to open. Father, Jesus said, seek and you shall find. They're going to seek that job and now they're going to find it. Father, we thank you for the miracle breakthrough job coming to them. That as they are moving towards it, that job is moving towards them. And we thank you, Father God, for stabilizing them with work. We give you praise. We give you praise. Father, you give us the air that we breathe. You give us the food that we eat, the water that we drink. And Father, you also provide work. We give you praise. We thank you, Father, for these companies that are, that are employers. They employ uh, workers. They are a blessing. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father God. We thank you for the work that you're providing. Lift your hands right now. Father, we thank you for the work, not for some dismal job, but a great job, a good job. Thank you, Father God, for that door opening. Thank you, Father God. Hallelujah. Now, by faith, reach your hand out right now and take it by faith and say, it's mine. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Pastor Stephen, what am I supposed to do now? You're supposed to expect a breakthrough and keep looking, keep knocking, and it's going to go through now. Something's going to happen now. You're going to get it. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 
And all I ask is this. When it happens, praise God for it. Praise the Lord for it. And for those of you that you say, Pastor Stephen, I'm in on this. I don't understand all of this, but I'm in on it. For those of you that would say that, when it does happen for you, I would ask you to consider the goodness of God. I would ask for you to consider the good news of Jesus Christ. Because the Lord is a good God. The Lord is not against you. He is for you. And He wants you to know Him. So let this be a token of His love to you. So get up, get going, be looking forward. It's going to happen now. There's breakthrough anointing. Breakthrough anointing in the name of Jesus. Father, I ask that you would release many, many angels to go with these people that need jobs, that need work. Let angels go with them and help break it through so that they are employed. Should there be a stack of hundreds and hundreds of applications, cause theirs to stand out. Cause theirs to stand out and let them be selected. Now, Father, we give you praise. In the name of Jesus, we all agree and say, Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Now lift your hands one more time and just thank the Lord. Say, Lord, thank you for my job. I thank you for my breakthrough job. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Lord, we give you praise. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. If you are watching today's program and the love of God has touched your heart, but you don't know Christ as your Savior, why don't you get your life right with God right now? Every blessing does originate in the Lord Jesus Christ, and every blessing flows out from Him. Pray this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, hear my prayer. I am a sinner. But Jesus, you died to redeem sinners. Jesus, take away my sin. Wash me with your blood. Write my name in your book of life. Save me now, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. And Jesus, from this day forward, take control of my life and lead me and guide me. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. In your name I pray, amen, and amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. My friends, let's take Holy Communion today. Grab some unleavened bread. Grab some grape juice. Mm, mm, mm. We've got a long list of answered prayers for people that wanted miracle jobs. We've got a long list. We have a very strong anointing to pray that prayer for people. And I believe that the list is going to, it's going to get huge now. It's going to go much, much larger. Woo, praise the Lord. I believe it's going to quadruple of all the testimonies coming in of people landing miracle breakthrough jobs. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for the bread and the juice. We thank you that this is now the body and the blood of Christ, our Savior. Father, Father, as we receive the body of Jesus, we thank you that all of your promises in Christ are yes and amen.
And we thank you, Father God, for the dignity of work, the joy of work, the satisfaction of a job well done, and going to sleep at night with that sense of fatigue and tired because we poured ourselves into something that was productive and was a benefit to humanity. We thank you for work and how you created us for work. And so, Father, we thank you for miracle jobs. In Jesus' name, we give you praise. Let us now receive the body of Christ. Praise the Lord. What a beautiful statement. Six days you shall work. Six days you shall work. Six days you shall work. Woo, praise the Lord. Mm -mm. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Father, thank you for the blood of Jesus. Thank you for forgiveness of all of our sins through the shed blood of Christ. Hallelujah. Father, if there has been laziness, slothfulness, willingly upon the part of your people, we ask that there would be forgiveness and repentance and that would be turned from. Father, if there has been any form of theft at work, perhaps not so much stealing money or stealing office supplies or something like that, usually that's not the case. But if there has been the theft of time where time was put in on the clock, but work was not performed. If the break was a 10-minute break, but the break was, that was taken was for 40 minutes. That is a form of theft. Father, if such things have taken place, let there be repentance. And thank you for the flow of the blood of Jesus to cleanse from those types of sins. And Father, as Paul said, let us work a good job with our hands. If there have been those who have worked jobs that have not been good with their hands, let them move into a career, a work that they can feel good about and that it will not violate their conscience. Thank you, Father God. We give you praise. And I pray, Father, there would be nobody that would compromise their morals or their principles for a paycheck. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Father. The Lord's really dealing with somebody right now who has done just that very thing. And you know what you're doing is not right, but the pay is really good, but you're in a world of darkness. God's got a good job for you. Trust him. He'll, he'll, he'll get you in, into a good job. You don't have to sell your soul for money. God will take care of you. Trust him and let him transition you out of that. But you have to first make the commit, commitment in your heart that you're not going to be doing that anymore. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Father, we give you praise. Thank you. Let there be no form of theft or compromise in our lives. Thank you, Father. Now, Father, we thank you also for the scriptural fulfillment of where it says that he may have something to give to him who has need. We thank you, Father, that denotes overflow, regardless of what the climate might be financially. We thank you that we will always have more than enough to give to those who may have need. Thank you, Father God. Oh, God, we thank you that we walk in covenant with you. 
And that covenant is secured through the shed blood of Christ. Oh, Lord, we give you praise. We thank you that because of this covenant, we declare that we will never go unemployed, that you always take care of us. And anybody that would be in that place of unemployment, that's passing very quickly, and the job is coming. So, Father, we give you praise. We give you praise. Thank you, Father God. Father, I just thank you right now. I see that you're sending your people to good jobs. You're sending them there. You're sending them there to be a blessing. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Father. And the job is going to fit like their hand going into a crafted glove. It's going to fit perfect like a hand in a form made glove. We give you praise. We give you praise. Thank you, Father God, for the miracle. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's receive now the blood of Jesus. Praise God. Hallelujah. Well, my friends, thank you for joining me today for this, what I would call Holy Spirit spontaneous prayer for those who need a miracle breakthrough job. I look forward to hearing your testimonies. Please send them to me at contact at Stephen Brooks. Dot org. Tell me the great miracle that God has done for you, because I know it's coming. I look forward to hearing it. Praise the Lord. Father, bless your people in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for watching. I'll see you back next time. Bye-bye.